Welcome back to another episode of the Dixieland Democracy. I am Blake, and we've got the whole squad with you tonight. We got Rito. What up, Reed? Hello. Okay. Uh, JD, how you doing tonight? I'm doing okay. The Predators lost 2 1, so. I'm doing okay. Nobody pays attention to hockey. Jody, how are you? I went two and nine on my gambling picks this weekend, so I am broke as a joke. Those are good odds, Jody. Just last week you were talking about how you hammered the balls line with everything you had, and that is going to lead us to our first topic. Okay, wait, wait a minute. How we literally real real quick. I hammered. I didn't hammer the balls with everything I had. I I lied. But at halftime, the halftime line moved to plus seven for the balls. Which means we would have had to lose by 21 for me not to cover the halftime line. So, I thought that wasn't going to happen. So I put everything I had on the Vols plus seven second half. Big that mistake. Well big, big mistake. I'm never betting yeah. on the Vols or against Alabama ever again. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a pretty safe strategy to be honest with you. There's a saying, um, there's a saying in college football betting that is very popular. You don't get rich betting against Alabama, and that's just a fact. And I thought this might have been the one weekend where ah, you slip one in there, but no, there's no exception to the rules. Just don't do it. So I just want everybody at home to know that if this episode sounds like we're not knowing what we're doing, it's because we're going off a very vague list that J.D. sent us on College World Paper that have his homework number five answers on it, Shout out JD's math teacher. If you're listening, he's cheating. Um, <laughs> I'm not cheating. He gave them to us, and it's fluid dynamics. So whatever, JD, you don't Sound, have to lie on this show. Sounds um, stupid. It is. I know. Okay. So first, first react or first question, topic, whatever. It's our reaction to the game. What um, game? I don't even know what you're talking about. Well, I'm disappointed, to say the least. In what? Uh, that's in whatever the balls did Saturday. Are they, we already playing basketball. How's Rick Barnes going? How's he going? Is he going to coach him up this year? I saw we him. Got he got two, pretty good half court shots. Yes, uh, we're not copying Reed's ranch. <laughs> Come on. All right, I'll, I'll talk about it first. I'll talk about it first. That game was just straight up trash. But I have this conspiracy theory. Reed's going to love me for it. <laughs> He's already shaking his head. So I think that Butch and company and coaches came into that game and they saw that Kirkland wasn't going to play. The rest of the offensive line wasn't going to play. <laughs> And they looked and said, man, let's just throw this game and wait till Atlanta. What do you think about that, Reed? Uh, uh, we're really banged up, but there's no excuse for what happened on the field Saturday. Absolutely none. I don't know what in the hell we practiced all week at practice on the offensive side of the ball. I knew we wouldn't be able to stop them. Our linebackers are slow. Our safeties are slow. I knew we wouldn't stop them. But we had zero offensive game plan going into that game. Zero. I'm, and, I'm, tell, I'm telling you, once Kamara went down, the board just dive, dive. You mean when Kamara actually played? Yes. 
Well, but you got to think, too, a lot of it centered around the fact that Josh Dyes was just not being able to produce what he normally does. They, they were not giving him any room to run. I mean, we weren't really calling many plays where at least it looked like he had much of an option. So, I don't know. When you when you take the run away from Josh Dobbs, you pretty much take our offense out of the equation. We were too predictable is what it came down to on offense, as usual. We looked like we were running the same plays we ran against uh, Appalachian State in Ohio. I was uh, about to say, remember during Appalachian State when we said – this was just a goof, and we're going to open up the playbook from here on out. And, and see, that's what I, that's part of my thinking, too. We were running such basic plays, and even when we were down big time, I think that the board, I'm not giving him any excuses. He's been quite awful most of the season, except for maybe one or two games. But maybe we're saving it for Atlanta. That's, that's the only thing I can hope for. We'll be lucky well, to get to Atlanta. Uh, Florida still got to play Arkansas, Georgia, and LSU. We're gonna so, lose. We're gonna lose two more games, boys. No, we're not. Florida's not Get beating that out of here. Just wait for it. Yeah, we'll wait on it. And now, I, I after the game, I I don't know. I, I sat and watched up until probably ten minutes left, and I got tired of it. I was like, I, I can't watch this anymore. And I left and. I talked to Chubbs about it later. And I told him, I was like, you know, I, I'm not here to make any excuses about it. But when you're missing 10 of your 22 starters, I mean, you, you can't expect to win a game, which I don't think we would have won even with them, to be honest with you. Alabama looks that good. I don't think there's anybody in the country other than Ohio State fans who think that Alabama should not be number one. Um, and Michigan fans. Well, yeah. I'll say that, but I, and I, to be honest with you, I think Ohio State's the only team in the country who can beat Alabama because they're the only team who can do what what the only they can do the thing that you can exploit Alabama with, and that's give your quarterback time to hit them over the top. I think I think Louisville, Louisville, Louisville. at Louisville, like in Louisville. How Lamar? If Josh Dobbs wasn't able to run, you think Lamar Jackson's going to be able to run? Yes, yes. I think Yeah, I mean he is, but he's they're not he's not gonna run on Alabama. Their offensive play calling is head and shoulders better than what than that of Tennessee's. World's I don't think Louisville is much better than Josh Dobbs. I don't think Louisville beats Bama. I think if anybody's got a shot, it's Ohio State, maybe Michigan. But only and I don't even know about Michigan because Alabama's strength is always their defense. The fact that they've got Jalen Hurts is is just honestly scary. And the fact that we're going to have to deal with him for at least the next two and a half years ought to make y'all piss your pants. I what, think, pisses, what pisses my pants or pisses me <laughs> off? <laughs> what pisses my pants? <laughs> what pisses me off is the fact people saying that he's going to be up. He needs to be up for Heisman. And all this stuff. The dude's a system quarterback. You could put me in at Alabama, and I could probably win six games. I mean, honest to God. I yeah. mean, he plays his role well. For I mean, for what it's worth, I I'm not here to love all over Bama. I'm not Gary Danielson, but I mean, he's a good quarterback, and he's going to be better. He doesn't impress me throwing the ball. Can we talk about that too? Is there literally any other announcer on earth that you hate more than Gary Danielson? I wish Gary would go ahead and retire with Vern. Like maybe maybe WikiLeaks can come up with something on Gary and uh, 
that way he can't be on TV ever again. Like that would be awesome. Just imagine after Vern retires, if we have to listen to Gary Danielson and Jesse Palmer in the same game. That's what I was about to ask. Who are they going to replace him with? Oh God! If they, I promise you, if they replace him with Jesse Palmer, I'm going to start my own announcing. Like I'm just, I'm going to get on Periscope. I'm going to have everybody turn down their TV, and it's just going to be me and whoever else sitting there doing the commentary for the game. As long as it's not Greg McElroy or that, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jesse Palmer. No, Dave from Vanderbilt that was on Bachelor, and that's how he got his SEC. Oh, oh Rogers. Yeah, if, as long as it's not them two, man. I, you know, my most hated uh, analyst would probably be probably on NFL Sunday. I know a lot of people like him. I don't. I don't like Phil Sims. I hate him. I hate him from the Madden games too, though. So, uh, Jody, we're talking about Gary Danielson, okay? Well, Jody said who? I did. Who's hater? Someone. Wow. that. What about Gary? What about Peyton? My absolute least favorite. What about Peyton Dude. joining them in the second quarter the other day? That was annoying as crap. Did, but, why, did you uh, hear him when Kamara was going into the end zone? Get in there. Going, get in there. Dude. That was great. What's the chances that Peyton's are our, our OC heading into next year? Zero. <laughs> yeah, there's no chance. Telling you that will ne- I don't know if I've said it on here or Two Hot Sisters or what, but uh, – Zero chance that Peyton Manning ever coaches at Tennessee. Zero. You know why? Because we crap the bed every time he's at a game? No, because he's held at such a high standard right now. Like, he is the god at Tennessee. If he comes in and starts sucking, then we're going to have to hate our most beloved. You know what I mean? And fans will turn on him, and that will just never happen. I would never turn on Peyton. Him away as a as another you know failed coaching experiment, but Peyton, the player everyone loves. Yeah, yeah, I'd be the first one to hashtag fire Peyton. I mean, I'm not above it. You're hashtag fire anybody though. You are hashtag fire anybody. Fire blood. If your mom, if your mom, shut up. If your mom was a coach, you'd be hashtag fire your mom. If she wasn't doing a good enough job, yeah, Reed would fire Harambe. I would. I wait. Never mind. I won't why? say. It. Why are you firing me? Why am I firing you? Yeah. Uh, because we need a producer that doesn't sit in his truck while he calls. <laughs> you don't know where I'm sitting. Turn turn your turn your video on, Blake. Sure, I'll turn my video on. You guys want to see where I'm sitting? Let's see it. In the truck. <laughs> This is not my truck, man. This is a nightlight. You see that in the background? It's a nightlight. It's a nightlight right outside behind your truck. Yeah. yeah. It's my room. It's my room, guys. Okay. So, while we're on the injury subject... No, hold on. While we're on the coaching subject... Okay. If if Petrino wanted to come to Tennessee, how a quickly do you fire... Yeah, as a head coach. How quickly do you fire Butch... And how many motorcycles do we have lined up? Yesterday and 300. If he had just told that girl to hide in the woods, he'd be our coach right now. I want to see Petrino put two straight good seasons together at Louisville, or a couple good seasons before I, I'm ready to say that. Nah, I'd give him the job. 
right now. I'd almost give Ed Orgeron the job right now. No. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> I'd take Herman. I'd take Herman over anybody right now. You taking Herman over Saban? Correction. I'd take Herman over any of the available coaches after this season. <laughs> I was about to say, if you take Herman over Saban or Urban Meyer, you're absolutely out of your mind. I'll tell you. I'll tell you who I'll take. Who? Here we go. You're going to ask me who? 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 Mike Malarkey. Lane Kiffin. Bring him home. All right, I'm, I'm, dude, done, I'm done with this podcast now. The, the dude is an offensive mastermind, man. Just like today. he <laughs> Somebody called him the Floyd Mayweather of play calling. He And, and I said, you know why? Because he attacks – his opponent's weaknesses, and he plays to his player's strengths. He makes it look easy. He doesn't overthink things. He gets the ball in his playmaker's hands, and he says, I don't care if you know where I'm going with the ball. This is what I'm about to do, and this is what you can't do, and we're about to do it all day long. J.D., what were you saying about injuries? Uh, (laughs) On the Lane Kiffin thing, look, I think that if he's under – if he's got someone to micromanage what he's doing – and, and get on him when he's doing something stupid like uh, saving. So, I mean, like he, tried it. It. he tried it at USC. He couldn't get it done at USC, and USC is one of the you know easier schools to get recruits in. It's not like he didn't have playmakers there at USC, USC but uh, he didn't get it done there. So, um, as offensive coordinator, though, he is great. He is good, but as a, as a head coach, no. Uh, He's about to get a chance, and I hope he does. We need him out of Alabama, boys. Yeah, he got him right. Send him to Auburn. Let Alabama deal with him every year. I want him in LSU, man. LSU's fine, too. Uh, well, we have to play LSU next year, Reed. That's fine. Yes, send him to Auburn. <laughs> uh, so, how many injuries do we have? Is it, is it? I think I saw a stat where it's 17 players that have – played meaningful snaps this year are out or transferred or kicked off. 17 players that have started a game this year are out. Jody, Jody, how many injuries do we have? Isn't it like two? Uh, yeah. Yeah, the, the Tennessee Titans, are, they're, they're pretty healthy for the most part. I was, I was hoping you were going to alley-oop on that and just say, yeah, too many, because that's, that's what I was getting at. It's it's not looking good for us. I mean, if we can recover some, I guess after this bye week, we might can get through the rest of the regular season. But I'm not excited if if we have to play Alabama again at any point during this season. So I'll be rooting for the Aggies next week. What they're gonna, they're gonna get blown out the water? I agree, but I'll be rooting for them nonetheless. We'll have Kirkland back. Um, we should have Robertson, and I don't know about Kendrick. I'm fine with Bullware, man. I thought Bullware's played pretty well. Yeah, and someone else I thought that played well in the few snaps I watched. I watched most of the first quarter. Um, I didn't Elliot like Barry. Yeah, Elliot Barry. He made some early stops that were pretty good, but as far as later in the game, I don't know. Later yeah, in the game, he was bad. Yeah, he he seemed like he got gassed pretty quick, but I mean, early on, he was he's pretty lights out. I'm just glad that, you know, we're getting a lot of depth this year. So, if this ever happens again, then, you know, we have, I mean, 
Oh, yeah, he's played meaningful snaps before. You know, we're not just throwing, like, next year, over 50% of our team will probably have played meaningful snaps. But Jack Jones is injured, and our latest injury is Alvin Kamara, four to six weeks, which hurts. All three of the returning seniors, or the returning guys that could have went to the draft are, are hurt. All I'm saying is that's what Jack Jones gets for uh... – being mean to Luke at that restaurant. So, shout out, Luke. <laughs> and so, we're going to move away from college because that's what JD wanted to do. And we are going to talk something about the NFL. Um, actually, before we move away from college, I forgot that I had one more. And it's did you guys see that Chad Kelly slid back into Mia Khalifa's DMs? And deleted his Twitter again, right? Again. <laughs> Got to respect the consistency. Did, did you see him, though? Because I, I have them screenshotted here. He slid in her DMs and said, what is your profession? For those of you who don't know, she is a professional whore. Uh, and then it says, you mind sending me your resume? She says, is this a joke? Are you drunk? He said, appreciate you putting me on blast. Helped me out. But what's up? She said, glad you have a sense of humor about it. Can't be too mad when Ole Miss has a better record than the Knowles after it. He said, true enough, let's FaceTime. She said, oh my God, was I too subtle last time? (laughs) And then put a picture of Childish Gambino taking an L out of a bag and said, CC Chad Kelly because she couldn't add him because his Twitter was deleted. And just to take things a step further, I don't know if you guys saw this, but today... The vice president of none other than Pornhub released a statement offering Chad Kelly a date with a porn star because he has been turned down by Mia Khalifa twice and wants to help him before striking out a third time. (laughs) That's so much pity. I mean, I feel, you kind of feel for the guy, but. I don't. Here's here's how I feel about it. Who does Mia Khalifa think she is? Putting Chad Kelly on blast like that. Like you said, Apparently she's a, profe- not last she is a professional whore. She's a porn star. She's, I mean, yeah, people love to watch her videos. But she's not that hot, though. I no, mean. no, and she's like, she came out of nowhere, too. She hasn't been big, but for like maybe a year and a half, if that. Glad you I, keep up I with it, Cody. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not real sure about all that, but I'll take your word for it. Oh, she, she's not a veteran of the game. That's all I know. Next. She's nothing special. <laughs> well, no, let, before we move on, though, do you do you take up on the offer? If you're Chad Kelly, I mean, do you do you go ahead and take that date? I'm not accepting no. go play in Go play in the NFL. Do that later. I mean, it's... They they offered it after his graduation if NCAA won't allow it. Yeah, Jack Kelly would be on someone's practice squad. Hey, Jack Kelly's going to make a heck of an NFL quarterback. You watch. No. Dude, dude yeah. can move, and dude has a cannon. Watch. He'll make a heck of a lot more money than me at Khalifa. I promise you that. He doesn't, he doesn't have it above the shoulders. That's the thing with him. That's, it's, my, my man Vince Young didn't either. He won 32 games, buddy. And where's he at now? <laughs> and he I still mean, has uh, more money than me and Khalifa. He, he recruits for Texas. But I'm saying, is he in the NFL? 
I look, I he should be. Yeah, had a better winning percentage than Drew Brees three years ago. And let and, me tell you something. And, and JD Parker has turned into a savage. And he still has more money than me and Khalifa. Not me. Jody, I, I feel like we're stuck on this whole Mia Khalifa thing. I don't and like it. We don't might like need to address your growing addiction. I thought Vince Young went bankrupt. I thought he went bankrupt at one point. That's just he's 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 uh, benefiting from the system. That's all he's doing. That's Donald. Yeah. yeah. He seemed like he benefited real well whenever he had all that, that psychological stuff going on. My man just wanted to pop some bands at TGI Fridays. Let the man live. Who doesn't love TGI Fridays? <laughs> so. We, uh, out of the four of us, we have three separate favorite teams for the NFL. I like the Ravens, and literally no one else likes the Ravens ever in the history of the world. Uh, Jody likes the Broncos, and Reed and JD are the homers. They like the Titans. Tighten up. Tighten up. Huh? Tighten up. Well, anyways, so... The question was, how is your team doing this year? And I know I don't know what the Broncos' record is. I know they lost to the Chargers, they're but four. four and two. The they're four and two, so they're not doing much better than the Ravens or Titans. Uh, what place are the Titans in their division? Tied for second. Tied for second. Yeah, the Ravens are second in their division. Broncos are probably are they second? Uh, it, it's a big tie, I believe, in the AFC West between. They're them. tied. Tied for first. Yeah, with the Raiders. That division is probably the tightest. I think it's Chargers at two and three, Chiefs at three and th- right, something like that. Chargers at two and four, something. Everybody's lost two or three games. Yeah. But I still, yeah, it, it's still very obvious to me, at least I, in my opinion, that the Broncos have far and away the best defense in the league. Which, if you can win four games in a row with Trevor Simeon at quarterback, Trevor, let me say that again, Trevor Simeon, who is just god awful, they'll make the playoffs, but they won't get anywhere with it. I mean, the let's be honest, the Patriots have a walk to the Super Bowl. They'll probably play either the Vikings, Falcons, or Seahawks and crush them. And Tom Brady will make a statement. The NFL is just boring this year. Jody. Who would you rather have at quarterback? Because I, I see two guys that could play play for y'all this year if if y'all get him in a trade: Jimmy Garoppolo or Tony Romo. I mean, I think I know you. I know who I'd rather have. Oh, I'd much my, rather have Garoppolo. He's got a few. Yeah. Romo's too old. We need Romo's we need a young old. quarterback with a lot of potential, and that just is Jimmy Garoppolo to a T. Romo's old, injury-prone, and has a giant contract that Dallas would more than likely not be willing to pay a lot of. And I didn't know what was coming after that contract, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Is Joe Flacco an elite quarterback? Hell no. No. The answer is yes. No. The answer is yes. He's a, he might be in the top 15, maybe, but I doubt it. Jay, you're going to have to kiss 15% of my butt if you talk that way about Joe Flacco ever again. The Ravens, I don't like, I don't know what the Ravens, like, go-to is, you know? They don't Jay, have a, all I know is, if you keep talking bad about my players and my team, I'm going to come to wherever you are and give you a Michael Moore haircut with my fists. 
their go their go to is that their best player in franchise history is a murderer. <laughs> What's the Titans' best player in franchise history? Didn't he get killed? He got killed. Yes, because he was cheating on his wife. I play the fifth. Yeah, don't talk about Ray Lewis. He's a nice guy. He didn't do it. You can't talk so, trash about Steve McNair, man. So Steve McNair was a like a world. But all I'm saying guy. is, Ray Lewis. There was enough evidence to let him off. He didn't do anything. There was enough like evidence. Like like he was he was like found Kennedy not Clinton. guilty by a Just jury like of his peers. Look, found not guilty. Plenty of people were found not guilty and didn't do things. Just because a couple people were found not guilty and did do things doesn't mean that all of them did. Let me guess. You think Hillary's innocent, too? I don't think Hillary's innocent, but and I think OJ did it, but I don't think Ray Lewis did it, and I don't think you know the facts or you would think Ray Lewis didn't do it either. I think that's Ray's advice. All I'm saying is that if anybody made good on their second chance, it was Ray Lewis. That man's a preacher now. I mean... He's righted his wrong. I'm just kidding. If he actually did kill that guy, I don't think there is any any way that he can make up for that. But look, they Joe say Flacco, he is a nice guy, though. Joe Flacco, not, he's not uh, a top ten quarterback. He's not elite. No, I'd rather have him than Mariota. No, for right, right now. Right now, you might take him only because of his experience, but Mariota's slowly but surely getting there. I, I'm not sold he's, on Mariota yet either. Um, he's absolutely the best, the best quarterback between the three teams that we like. Right now, yes, Mariota's not far behind. Far behind there. Right, so there you go. Um, Reed, flow, flow, Jacko. Reed, I'll let you go in on, in on our Titans. First, coaching still not very good. Defense is really good. Uh, they, and I won't say really good, but Dick LeBeau does a great job of masking the uh, the incapabilities in the secondary. Uh, Brian Arakpo is having a Pro Bowl year. Uh, Jarrell Casey's Jarrell Casey, and uh, uh, Demarco Murray's third in the league in rushing, and. Uh, Taylor Wands the number one graded left tackle in the league. Conklin's grading well, and uh, Mariota's playing better. I, I, do, I still think Malarkey's hurting the progression with Mariota. I think he could be getting better. I don't see him getting much better. Uh, but overall, I guess it's a uh, it's a it's prog- progress. I guess. Would um I got a question with uh, with what they're doing right now with Murray. And Henry, are you satisfied with that, or would you like to see a lot more of Derrick Henry? Because I think he's got a world of potential, and he's just a lot more versatile. I think Derrick Henry uh, is very deserving of carries. I think he'd start for a lot of teams in this league, but uh, DeMargo's third in the league in rushing, so, you know, uh, Henry's time will come. I'm not worried about it. The, the only thing that I... I I've wanted to see is later in games when DeMarco's gas and the opposing defense is gas, bring Derrick Henry in a couple. Bring him in a whole drive and let DeMarco come in the next drive. You know, start splitting carries with him late in the game. I'm not saying yeah. about the fourth quarter if it's getting down close to the end, bring Derrick Henry in because he's going to break those, those lazy arm tackles. He's a monster that's on like, screens too. That's Yeah, I mean, that's the only thing that 
I've got a problem with Henry. Like Reese said, our offensive line's been great. It's been graded by uh, Pro Football Focus as the top offensive line in the league so far. Mariota's been pretty good. He's had a couple down games, but he's starting to pick it back up. And our wide receiver. What about that catch by Kendall Wright, though? Yeah, I mean, our, our wide receivers are starting to make plays. And, you know, we're doing it without DGB, so uh, that seems to have helped us because Dennis Kelly's playing, I believe. He is. And, you know, Bayard's look good, our third-round pick. He's He played the most snaps out of all the safeties last week, and he, he's a guy that's always around the ball. That's, that's the only thing you can say about him. He seems to be a uh, Keith Bullock-esque kind of player, you know, just – He's going to be a spotlight guy that's going to make plays in the in the money downs. You know what I mean? We'll see how good that offensive line is when the best front four in football come to town in December. We'll see. I mean, you're not you're not going to stop Von Miller and those guys. Uh, but you know, as far as this year, Jody, I, I can't say that the Broncos are the best. They are one of the two best. The Vikings defense has looked mean. They I mean, have. the you look at who they stopped, man. They they stopped the Packers, who Aaron, you know, Green Bay is out of whack right now. Aaron Rodgers but, is out of whack, has been for a while. Yeah, well. Uh, Glad I picked him up on fantasy. <laughs> yeah, I, that's why I never go with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, but anyways, my our Titans are three and three, better than they have been at this point in years. So go Titans. <laughs> Okay, so we have next question: the most overrated player in the league, NFL. What was that? Yeah, most, most overrated, overrated player, player in the league, Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, I I've not watched, admittedly, a lot of NFL football this year. I know that Odell has not been doing as good as he's supposed to be doing. So I'm gonna get OBJ. I'm going to still say Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I know he's not really overrated this year, but he came into the league way overrated as, as far as he's performed. Can I actually choose my entire fantasy team? <laughs> right now? <laughs> I mean, uh, get my, let me get my overrated players. Uh, Reed, I agree with you. Zeke Elliott right now is overrated. I want to see what he does when the offensive line kind of starts to split apart and see what he can do. Every running back's going to have a good offensive line, but he has a great offensive line. So people, right. people saying that he's going to be MVP, it, it, it's outrageous. Um, that's, that's bull crap. What AP did a couple years ago, that was MVP. Like, if Zeke ends up breaking the you know 2,000 yards, we'll see. But I don't see that happening. Uh, I mean, he but, was coached by the greatest college football coach of all time, Urban Meyer. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fake the heart attack, Urban Meyer. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is the most overrated player. The past two seasons, the Packers have averaged 210 passing yards a game. And yet, he's always rated number one in fantasy. Yep, he uh, he screwed the pooch on this year. I'm going to tell you yeah. that. He's he, he doesn't make turnovers. That's the one thing you can say about him. But that's it. Yeah, he's got a live arm, but... He's kind of he's he's a better Jay Cutler in my eyes. I got a question. Even whether you love him, like him, hate him, or just don't care, is it not 
kind of awesome just to watch Tom Brady go off on the entire NFL. I don't yes. know. It's beautiful. It, it really is. It, it's beautiful. Like I mean, I hate Goodell too, but it's just amazing what that what he can do when he's mad. That's why I love Brady. Is he's, he's my spirit animal. I, I don't <laughs> see any way they don't win the Super Bowl. You should strive for. Guys, I I really just don't like Tom Brady. I'm sorry. I know I know you guys really really like Tom Brady, but. I just I got a I got a feeling that he's just a douchebag. I've I've never really been a fan of him, but this is just great to watch. I think after after the four game suspension to see him come back and do what he's doing and know exactly what he's going to do for the rest of the season and know that Roger Goodell absolutely hates it. I don't know. See, I mean, and and so then I that's what I'm saying is I'm the opposite. I I would personally like to see Tom Brady lose a bunch of games. Everybody hates you when you win and you ain't doing something right and you ain't got them hating. <laughs> they hate us because they ain't us. That's right. Look, I'm I'm not a big fan of the Patriots overall, but you got to respect what they do every year. I mean, they if if there's a guy that's wanting big money, they'll say they'll let him walk or they'll trade him and say we'll get a couple picks and we'll make them you know work hard and they'll end up being in the starting lineup and become a star. It's this this continuous cycle, and they they're never bad. Well, no, and I mean, and that's that's a testament to their coaching, though. It's not necessarily a testament to Tom Brady and Tom Brady only, because they look like they could still win a Super Bowl with Garoppolo as quarterback. So, well, Brady two years ago had no weapons, zero, and they looked perfectly fine. So. Yeah, I'm just I, I'm not saying that, which because I, I think he's the best quarterback in the league, but. I, I don't think that it's as much Tom Brady as what people want to make it be Tom Brady. And that's something I was getting at with Aaron Rodgers. I would take him probably fifth in the league right now. I'd take, I'd take Cam over Aaron Rodgers. I'd take uh, Tom Brady. I'd take Russell Wilson. I'd take Big Ben. I'd take all those guys over. Well, let me ask you this, though. You put Aaron Rodgers in the Patriots system. Do you think he's as good as Brady? No. Not this year. Yes. I, I think he's every bit as good as Brady in that system. You think he wins that many Super Bowls? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Jerry. The, the, coaching, the coaching does help him along, but I just feel like Brady's attitude just so much, is so much different. Like Aaron Rodgers seems like a lot laid, more laid back, but – can't say that he'd be as good as Brady. He'd be good. Don't get me wrong. They they would have won still at least half the amount of Super Bowls they have, but he he wouldn't be as good. I don't know. I think he would be as good personally. Um, let's see here. On to the next one, though. You put awards. Yeah. Who's your Who's your mid season MVP, mid season rookie, of whatever defensive player of the year? I don't care. Dak Prescott, rookie of the year. Yeah, I, I would go. I'd go Dak Prescott for rookie of the year for sure. MVP. I take, take Ezekiel Elliott for rookie of the year. My opinion. I mean, but uh, I don't know. Dak Prescott had to follow up Tony Romo, and I mean, Tony Romo may not be as good as people would like him or to, to think he is, but 
I mean, Tony Romo's still a, a pretty decent quarterback. It, and those are big shoes to fill for a rookie. I'll put it that way. Yeah, he hasn't turned the ball over. That's the thing I'm most impressed with. He seems to be composed, but he hasn't done much much special. You know, he's behind. He's playing behind that offensive line and uh, Ezekiel Elliott. I think the real the MVP of the league should be the Cowboys' defensive coordinator. They don't have anything on defense other than Sean Lee and. They have a couple guys in the secondary, but that's about it. And they're playing really well right now. So, I think if he wins, if he wins the, if he wins the Super Bowl, Tom Brady will get MVP. As he should. I mean, I, I don't, right. I don't really disagree with you because I, I think out of any out of well, I don't know. Like I said, I think other quarterbacks could do what he's doing in that system, but I mean. He he should win if he gets if he wins the Super Bowl. I'll say that. As of as of right now, I'd give MVP to Julio Jones. I almost went that with that. I would say Matt Ryan, but you look at how many receiving yards Julio has. He already has seven hundred and like fifty six. So he's he's well on track to possibly get to two thousand. I don't think he has another two hundred twenty two yard or however three hundred yard whatever receiving game, but. Uh, Julio is my MVP right now. I think it'll be Brady by the end of the year, though. Reed, who you got if it's not Brady? If Dak keeps playing like he's playing, I got Dak. Really? Yeah. That's I big. Really do. That's real big. I just think. Now, Reed, this is like like that LeBron discussion. If he's the best player on the best team, see what I'm saying? See, see the comparison I'm trying to make here? Not really. <laughs> don't don't try to get through to read about LeBron. Don't don't put him in the same sentence as LeBron James. I'm just saying, if we're going most valuable player, read, I would have to go. Julio or Tom Brady? It's whatever, dude. Maybe not even Tom Brady. I can't talk to JD. There's a podcast. <laughs> he just compared Dak Prescott to LeBron James. Uh, I mean, both of them would get beat up outside the Vela. I'm using your term most valuable player like we used when we were talking about NBA earlier. Uh, How many of us would it take to beat up LeBron? All How many more? of us? More. One, dude. More. Have you seen me? Do we have any weapons? No. Hand, uh, hand, hand. More of us. All right, we got ten people we know, including You don't us. think the four of us could take LeBron James? No. No. Dude, y'all, you're dude, outrageous. Oh. Come on. Six, eight, two, seventy. Not do even you think? Do you think... Hold on. Let me, let me put it this way, okay? Give me... Me, Luke Dixon, mm, no. Crabtree. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, Crabtree and like an angry McClenny. No, get get Logan on there just to have like someone that he can hit. You know, while y'all are like jumping. No, that's off. not that's not that's not a funny joke. Logan, Logan, yeah. there you go. Um, let, let Logan run out there and be the bait, and then y'all hop on us. <laughs> I mean. We should not. We should not send bait because LeBron just pick up Logan and run away, and none of us are going to be fast enough to catch him. 
Um, but you, I mean, the four of us—you don't think we could take LeBron? Because I'm thinking, I'm thinking, me and Luke could take LeBron. Guys, what? Not even. What, 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 dude, I'd get, I'd have him on the ground in a headlock, and Luke would just kick in his ribs, man. <laughs> you would. You would, you would get your hands hand, on LeBron, dude. I would, dude. I would absolutely put hands on him. You do not understand how quick he is. You don't understand how quick I am, Reed. I have the quickness of a cat, dude. His arm is the like as long as both of yours. The will of a man. So, like, I just need you guys to understand that. We would have no chance. The four of us would be mainly three of us because I probably wouldn't help much. I wouldn't help much. All, unless I was keeping him in the groin. That's the only way I'd contribute. Or unless I was very upset. That's what I was about to say. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going for a nut shot first off. That's exactly what I'm going for. I'm, dude, I can get a whole handful if that's what I need to do. But I'm winning that fight. You ain't winning that fight. No, I'm next. Read. <laughs> you. Whatever. Anyway, so, last thing I wanted to end with. If you're still listening to the podcast, which, why, why are you still listening to the podcast? Because it's good, that's why. <laughs> I want to tell you a little something uh, that I that I discussed with the guys earlier today. And I think I've pretty much decided that this is something that we're going to at least shoot to do. Um, this Christmas, we are going to, um, we're going to, don't we're going to collect some money. Sorry, I couldn't come up with that word. Um, and we're going to help some needy families in our area. And, you know, I'm not sure exactly how many families we'll be able to help. It's just going to depend on the amount of money that we can raise. Uh, you know, any any kind of donation counts. Uh, we, we appreciate anything that you can do. Uh, and so we'll uh, we'll post some more things about how you can how you can donate. We're probably going to set up a GoFundMe. And we'll we'll try to raise some money for that. So, if uh, if you can find it in your heart to do that, you know it would be it would be a cool thing to, to help out some families who are in need. So, and I know I speak for the rest of the guys when I say that I uh, that we do appreciate anything that you can do to help. So, guys, I think that's all the time we have. Uh, so, I guess we're going to sign out. Do you guys have anything else to say before we leave? Go Titans! Yeah, if you don't. Go Titans. If you don't donate, Jesus is watching. <laughs> That's what I'm say. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, it's been real. It's been fun. But it ain't been real fun. We'll catch you next time.